Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to a special Wednesday episode of District of Conservation. I am your host, Gabriella Hoffman. Today we are joined by Henry and Lakeisha Woodard of Halo Chronicles, and I first met this lovely couple at the Western Expo in Salt Lake City, Utah last winter in winter of 2019 and instantly hit it off with them after being connected to them on social media for a while. And here's what their biography reads if you're curious to learn more about them. Halo Chronicles is an acronym for Henry and Lakeisha Outdoors. Henry and and Lakeisha Woodard of Halo Chronicles, and they describe themselves as, my wife and I are God-fearing, family-oriented, Mississippi shuffling, avid hunters who suffer occasionally from buck fever and the turkey pox. Being more than your average whitetail hunters, we actively engage in deer hunting with a scientific approach through our work on the field stuff for Hunt Fish Journal. Our family farms soybeans and wheat in the northwest Mississippi Delta, where the chase first began. I, Henry, and am in an ordained elder, and a locomotive electrician by trade. Lakeisha is an avid hunter and currently pursuing a bachelor's degree in integrated marketing communications. We are raising our four beautiful children with a respect and appreciation for the outdoors, and we really enjoy hunting and filming our adventures together as a family. From the field to the dinner table, it is common for us to enjoy nature's finest marinated in lifetime memories. You're going to learn more about the work that they're doing, why the outdoor industry is working with them, and just their thoughts on what's happening in the outdoors. They're such a unique, inspirational couple and really can appeal to a lot of people. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy what they had to say to me about current events, things of that sort, what their favorite game is, how they're keeping their kids wild and free and interested in the outdoors. And they're doing a great job at it, I can say. And so much more. We're going to also talk about some of their affiliations with companies like Mossy Yoke, Hunter Nation, Lacrosse, and Winchester. They work with several pretty cool companies, the aforementioned ones to be exact. And they kind of tease some projects that they're working on without giving exactly what they're doing away. I encourage you guys to take a listen. I think you're going to love hearing from Henry and Lakeisha and connect with them as a result. Here is my chat with Henry and Lakeisha Woodard of Halo Chronicles. Henry and Lakeisha, it is so great to speak with you guys and catch up. Thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you for having us, Gabriella. We're so glad to be here and thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate it. Of course. I think a lot of people would be very curious to know about your background because both of you have been really making waves in the outdoor industry. So why don't you introduce yourselves for our listeners? We are Halo Chronicles and that stands for Henry and Lakeisha Outdoors and We basically chronicle our hunting adventures through video, through photos, and we like to get our kids involved in the outdoors as well. And how I got introduced to the outdoors is, believe it or not, I was not the typical outdoors girl. You know, I didn't like bugs. I didn't like any of that type of things. And so Henry, he used to go out every weekend hunting, turkey hunting, deer hunting. Every weekend, he would find something, you know, to get out there in the woods and do. And I'm like, what in the world is keeping him in the woods all the time away from me, you know? And so eventually he was like, you know what, Lakeisha, why don't you just come out and 
um, film me. That's all you have to do. So I was like, you know what? If I can't beat him, I might as well join him. And, you know, he was like my best friend. I said, so let me go out here and check it out and see what all the hype is about. And so after Henry took us, took me out, you know, I was filming for him and he was doing his mouth call. The turkey was calling back and they were going back and forth. And it was just so much, you know, interaction. And I just thought like, oh my goodness, like this is so cool. You know, my first time turkey hunting, seeing a wild turkey and, you know, he took the shot. It was just like amazing. And then after that moment, um, he was like, Lakeisha, next time, you're going to take a shot and I'm going to film you and I'm going to give you the gun next time. So I've really been addicted to the outdoors, you know, ever since after that moment. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really been a blessing just uh, having my wife mm -hmm. uh, by my side because you got to think about uh, hunting. Um, it's, it's actually a social sport. You know, uh, a lot of people, you know, you know, kind of make it where it's just uh, between them and the mm -hmm. game they're pursuing. But I really began to think about this and I, I, I realized I had so many stories. I would tell her, hey, Lakeisha, I saw this or or this happened while I was out there. And then I kind of started thinking about it. Hey, what's better than than me just, just telling her about it? Let's experience it together. Yeah. And then from there, as, as my wife said, she she became hooked to the outdoors. And then we just uh, just decided just to, to keep it going, to pass it on to our kids. And and Halo Chronicles, it, it really is a way of life. And um you know, we really enjoy doing it, and uh, it's brought us closer together as a family, as a whole. So Yeah, and we have four kids. Um, our oldest is 16. We have a 10-year-old uh, daughter, a 7-year-old son, and then we have a 5-year-old. She'll be actually 6 uh, this month. So our hands are pretty full, so we definitely like to have keep it, um, you know, balanced between hunting and the kids and the family time and all of that, so... That's amazing. Yeah, I remember when we first all met officially in Utah about a year and a half ago, you were telling me about how you both got uh, your kids hooked on fishing and hunting, which is amazing because it seems like kids are really distracted by that these days. And it seems like living in Mississippi really gives you guys great opportunities to go hunting and fishing. What do you what do you think of living in a state like that where you can do that? Well, Mississippi is, is a wonderful place to live, you know, uh, I kind of feel like Mississippi haven't been really represented the way it should. You know, a lot of people, when they kind of think about Mississippi, they think, you know, like here's the, the old days, you know, uh, cultures are separated. But I'm going to tell you something. I've experienced no Mississippi love. And and what I mean by that is... is Southern hospitality. That's right, Southern <laughs> hospitality. You know, we don't have the problems that, that a lot of people may think we have. It's We have... Most places have a, a people problem. And what we do, we try to put it in categories and say, hey, uh, this person is acting this way because he hates me or they don't like my gender. Or, they don't like what color I am. But a lot of times the problem lies within that person. And, and that's a problem that God has to work out in their heart. But us being who we are, you know, letting God be the head of our life. People uh, meet us and they uh, they gravitate to us. So we've had tremendous opportunities in the state of Mississippi. Um, we can do anything from um, whitetail hunting, uh, uh, wild turkey hunting, horseback riding, uh, fishing. There's all uh, kinds of resources that the state of Mississippi has to offer. And uh, it's, it's truly a blessing just living um, in the South. And um, I, I wouldn't trade it for nothing else. Well, not yet, because I, I heard the West is pretty awesome, too, but to be continued on that yeah. one. <laughs> There's always trips that you can make out West, of course. Right, right. 
we we we've been thinking about going out yeah. west. So next have, year, hopefully, we have elk on our list. Yep. Next, so mm-hmm. that's one of the things we want to do. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, and you guys have uh, obviously attracted a pretty decent following on social media, and that has attracted the attention of some different companies and organizations. Can you speak to which organizations you guys have partnered with and worked with that kind of embrace your uh, mission statement and and support your kind of lifestyle? Well, of course. And and first of all, I want to say this. um, The outdoor industry and the people in the outdoors, they they are welcoming. Um, The thing is, if you show the type of interest and 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 you take your hunting, you take your picture taking social media, you take it to another level, guess what? There's opportunities for everyone. It doesn't matter where you come from or where you look like or what you look like. Um, I really feel like we've really been embraced because, you know, we decided to, you know, everybody got to find their niche. And here in America, you know, there's all kinds of opportunities. So some of those companies that we are uh, working with currently and um, is, is Mossy Oak um, and um, lacrosse footwear. Yeah, lacrosse footwear. Uh, uh, Browning Trail Cameras. Uh, we're ambassador for uh, Winchester Ammunition yeah. as well. Hunter um, Nation. Nation. And uh, we're ambassador for uh, Turning Point USA. And um, let's see who else. <laughs> yeah, I think about look, it. Look, who else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty it. good list that you guys listed off. Yeah. And those are some companies that we did work with uh, earlier. And um, and we still have good relationships with them uh, right now, but uh, we're just trying to uh, explore some different things and, and you know try some other things as well. So, but all of those companies really that reached out to us even first when we first appeared on the Outdoor Channel, uh, we really appreciate them uh, because you know they saw something in us and and they embraced us. So um, it's 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 definitely been a, a fun experience. Absolutely. Yeah, why don't you guys talk to kind of going off of what you said about the outdoor industry being a welcoming place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seen a lot of statistics pointing to very unique demographics starting to buy guns. I think there was a surge in, I think, black gun ownership, uh, 58% in the last year, which is amazing. And a lot of different demographics are starting to buy guns. It's not just an old white person <laughs> type mm-hmm. of sport. And same with hunting. You start to see more diversity there, um, natural diversity, I would argue, uh, just because everyone is welcome in the outdoors and anyone who puts their mind to it can obviously partake in it. And everyone, as you mentioned, does welcome. I've meant, I've seen it myself firsthand. And it's really amazing that different people who you didn't think would partake in the outdoors and shooting sports uh, would come in. But what are your observations on that? And what do you think is the best way to outreach to different folks who are not in the traditional uh, subset of target demographics for shooting sports and hunting? Well, first of all, one thing uh, that we think that helped us out was, uh, first of all, you know, in this country, we're all Americans and we just so happened to be black, you know, and it was our values as far as standing on the principles of God, family, uh, country, uh, being uh, supporters for the Second Amendment rights. I think, first of all, uh, that's important uh, uh, to the circle of those that are uh, in the outdoors because these are some of the main things. And if you don't have a lot of those uh, conservative uh, views, then, you know, you might not necessarily, um, you know, um, uh, for example, okay, if we're with Winchester Ammunition and we're against 2A, it, it doesn't line up, you know. You know, so so um, those are some of the things that, you know, you got to look at. Now, 
I would say this as far as reaching out to other uh, demographics. I think uh, maybe if they had some things sort of like uh, like in Mississippi, uh, in the more uh, country areas, you have thing programs in schools like what do you call it? Uh, where you can take hunters ed. Mm-hmm. You, uh, yeah, you had a four H yeah. club and different things like that. But you can take yeah hunters education yeah. Uh, while you're in school. Mm-hmm. I think that if we uh, start um, introducing more uh, curriculums like that into the inner city, yeah. uh, it'll bring more diversity. Absolutely. It's not necessarily that that diversity, uh, there's no interest. It's uh, getting the right resources. And, and because I find out a lot of people, when, when it comes to hunting, they they have a lot of questions like, where do we start? Uh, how do we get a, a license? And, and you have to say, well, first of all, you got to take hunter's education. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and they find out, well, how do I do that? How much does it cost? And I'm like, no, it's absolutely free. So things like that, um, programs in place like that really mm-hmm. helps out. And I'm going to tell you something that they did uh, incorporate. It, it wasn't uh, necessarily to um, incorporate it when I first started hunting, but they have apprenticeship licenses now. Um, I know the state of Mississippi and I know Tennessee has it. So what it does, it gives a person who hasn't taken hunters ed the opportunity to go hunting as long as they're in the, uh, the supervision of, an, of, of a licensed hunter and they can actually try it for themselves, you know, and see if they like it because sometimes the classes and stuff, it, it may uh, discourage some people, you know, from going from going ahead and attending. So I think things like that is, is what it's going to take, and uh, it's going to open more doors. What are your thoughts on that, Lakeisha? Right, um, like him said, I totally, absolutely agree. And even like for those who are even just wanting to get a feel for the outdoors, you know, some people you may want to start by watching YouTube video. There are a lot of um, very informative information on YouTube, how to get started, um, what type of guns to shoot, um, all of that stuff. And even going to your local ranges, you know, talking to people, you know, just getting the hands-on experience. And even if you know someone or a group of people, go out with a group just so you can kind of, you know, learn from that person. Because Henry, I actually learned everything pretty much about hunting from Henry. So he pretty much taught me everything that I know now when it comes to hunting. And Henry's actually self-taught. He was um, watching videos and things like that, teaching himself how to hunt. And so now that's how we are. Um, Right. And I think uh, uh, to add on top of that, you know, some of the opportunities that we're getting, um, I think it kind of, it may inspire some that are uh, come from different backgrounds to think like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, if we see them doing it, then, you know, it's okay. Because, you know, uh, you see a lot of these Hollywood movies and you think like, you know, uh, there's going to be someone out there with Billy Bob teeth, you know what I mean, chasing you, trying to hunt you. And and I tell a lot of, I tell a lot of people, check the, st- the statistics. Uh, you're more safer out in the woods than you are in some of these crime-infested city streets. So I think by them seeing us and seeing how um, – how at the end of the day, uh, people are just people and, and, and they welcome anyone uh, that, are, that are willing to, uh, you know, to, uh, let me just use for example, anyone is willing to uh, uh, put down, let's just say uh, a gang lifestyle and pick up um, a bow and decide to, to, to take up a sport like that. I think, um, you know, I'm just thinking of some of those, you know, stereotypes that you may see uh, in the inner city. Um, Anyone with any good mind would more would, would feel more safer with people that are interested in, in shooting sports and, and hunting than those that are uh, interested in, in those illegal activities. So I think uh, 
everyone. I think it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, and I think also because of this pandemic, a lot of people are now concerned about how their food is sourced. And I saw that you guys were interviewed by Business Insider and they profiled you guys as a obviously a unique couple because you are uh, Black Americans and you guys go hunting and you do it and you love it and you're great at it and you like to inspire people to do it as well. And right. it's really amazing that they, they showcased you guys doing that. So have you guys focused on... Uh, trying to source your food more locally and then have you had friends and have you had people approach you since that interview asking you how to do it especially from different backgrounds or fellow black americans too um yes absolutely um we get we get a lot of uh messages and and inboxes and so people asking us hey um we want to go hunting with you guys you know do you guys take people out do you guide you know, I mean, can I get started? Uh, yes. What's the first step? Oh my gosh, y'all were so inspiring. We get a lot of those type of messages in yeah. our inbox, even right. before the business inside. Yeah, exactly. But when that came, it came brought more um, messages right. as well. Right. You know, people saying like, you know, we never considered hunting or anything, but hey, uh, we're most definitely uh, interested in it now. So. Um, and being able to provide, you know, for right. yourself, your family, food, you know, you really can't beat that. Being able to know if everything's shut down, you can go out there and just go and hunt, go and fish. You'll be able to take care of yourself and be self-sufficient. So a lot of people, I think they really gravitate to that um, part of being self-sufficient, not having to actually rely on the government or rely on certain things. You're able to provide it for yourself and for your family and friends. Right. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, of black hunters mm-hmm. out here. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, Native American hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of Hispanic hunters out here. Absolutely. And, right. I think the main thing is just uh, getting a hold of the information and, you know, just just taking your hunting uh, to another level and, and instead of, you know, just, just doing it on your own, but uh, using social media, uh, all these kinds of resources for uh, positive uh, hunting experiences. And mm-hmm. I, I think... Uh, that right there would even um, open more doors and bring in more diversity because, like I say, uh, they're out there. It's, there's yeah. a lot of people that that do what we do. We mm-hmm. just consider ourselves blessed yes. uh, and highly favored just to be able to have this opportunity. So, mm-hmm. um, so we're uh, we're enjoying the ride so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a matter of I think from a because I'm I do a lot of marketing. So for me, what I understand it, and it's not anything cheap. It's actually a smart tactic where. Mm-hmm. People, consumers look at different products or they look at different advertisements for women. Uh, they right. say this too, and I bet for uh, for black outreach and Hispanic outreach too for product placement. Uh, people think and they see, well, can I envision myself using this if I don't see myself represented? It's a kind of a psychological uh, right. principle. Exactly. So I, I think it's good. And I, I do see the industry at large, different companies showcasing that uh, folks like yourself are, are also uh, partaking in the out- great outdoors. And you see uh, kind of this really genteel, very sincere marketing effort showcasing that it's not just your typical uh, white old gentleman doing it or a white old woman doing it. It's actually uniquely American where everyone of every background does this. And now that they're showcasing this because, I mean, hopefully it's not just a response to current events, but I hope that people are genuinely doing this because we need everyone from all walks of life to sustain this heritage if we want it to continue we need everyone to participate and and go hunting and fishing to pay those conservation dollars and so it's it's good that companies are seeing this and wanting to do this from an authentic way i think right and i think it's an awesome time for you know um 
you know, because a lot of times, typically, you know, we see uh, more of our demographic uh, portrayed in, on TV as far as, you know, being more uh, uh, catered towards the, the left ideas, you know, but I think that right now is a, is a, is a great opportunity to also show, you know, another side. You, you just don't want to show one side of the spectrum because right. it'll cause people to think like, where is there even a market? You know, if you don't see uh, that represented, you may not realize there's a whole lot of opportunity out there. So I just think it's just a great time as well. Yeah, I mean, it is a crazy time in the country, but there's still many good things. Like we get to talk over Zoom and, and I think it's just people try to look for a silver lining and we should, we should try to stay optimistic and have conversations and engage with people better. And that's how I befriended you guys in the beginning and, uh, you know, last year and all that. And I think that's people forget to have these important conversations and to talk candidly and to not force things and just to talk about shared interests. Cause that, that's what I think really does bind people together. And especially the outdoors, like people forget how unifying and how wonderful spending time, fishing, hunting, hiking, boating, camping really does put this country together. And I tell people all the time, cause I live here in DC. I tell people, you should step away from the computer, step away from Twitter, go outdoors. You want to. Really yeah, you know, because when you're out there in the outdoors and, and you throw a, a bass lure out there, that mm -hmm. bass isn't thinking like, oh, is this a, a male or is this a, a, a female that's trying to catch me? <laughs> you right. know, you're not thinking like, you know. Fish don't discriminate. Uh, yeah, am I pursued by, you know, uh, an Asian person or, <laughs> or a black person? They're, they're, you know, they're not thinking about it. And I think we need to, you know, stop thinking about these things and just enjoy the moment and our good sober mind and just take it all in while it's going on. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Are you guys currently working on any initiatives, any programming that you have, um, any, any things that you guys are working on projects wise that you're able to tell uh, my listeners? I think people would be curious to see what you're working on or are you preparing for any hunts coming up? Well, we do, <laughs> we do, we do have some, some, some big things uh, in store. Um, but we don't really want to talk about it. You Perfectly know what I mean? Fine. We got, we really got fine. a couple of opportunities, but uh, besides that, we're going to continue to, uh, our videos, to do our videos on social Good. media. And uh, we're probably going to uh, have some content out on Mossy Oak Go as well. Excellent. Uh, last year we had, we did a project with uh, Mossy Oak. Uh, it's called Scent Lock's Way of Life. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a uh, five-episode five five episode five series. series um, right. that streamed on my Right. So, so yeah. we're going to continue doing the usual, mm -hmm. but we're going to add a little bit more to it. So. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, some, some good things in, in the making right now. And do you have um, hunting trips or fishing trips planned for the fall coming up? What are you guys uh, planning to target? Uh, primarily like... Deer, like, whitetail. Right. Um, Pretty much for sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, things come up at the yeah. last minute. So, right. we, so our schedule is still yeah, we, kind of we almost, in we, the making. Yeah, we all, well, uh, we're going to do a dove hunt. Oh, yeah, uh, we do. Yeah. We're going to do a dove, dove hunt down in Mississippi. Up. And we're going to mm -hmm. have some uh, some pretty cool guests yeah. come down. So we will we, do we a dove, dove hunt uh, coming up. And um, we, we actually were about to go out west. We had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and, and that's just a testament of, of the outdoor community. Here it is. We have an outfitter that reached out to us and was like, hey, um, we want to put you on a, a trophy uh, elk and, and a mule deer, and we're not going to charge you anything. Uh, you know, so, hey, 
America is great. (laughs) But, but, you know, seriously, they're not thinking about, hey, you're this person. It's all about sharing those experiences. And I mean, but we ended up deciding uh, to kind of plan that for next year because a lot of times those hunts out west, it can depend on if you're going to get a rifle hunt or you're going to get like a bow hunt. So we decided at the last moment we're going to pull out of that one. But we do have another great uh, deer hunt. Um, out-of-state deer hunt plan so far. Of course, we've already been hunting. We was in Texas, East Texas. Oh, yeah, we uh, saw that. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah, about a week, week before last. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a great time while I was there. So, yeah, we, we, we got some stuff planned. We're going to do some rabbit hunting as well, do some yeah. more of that. And, uh, you know, anytime we can get out in the woods. Uh, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, we're, I'm not really uh, – Picky, you know, if someone tells me, hey, Henry, uh, you want to go on a squirrel hunt and get some squirrel dogs, I'm just as, as hey, excited, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Ain't, ain't no hunt too too small for us. Okay, too small to That's be. Right. Yeah, equal opportunity hunters. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and how about your kids? Are they excited to particularly focus on any species this fall? What are they most excited to hunt or fish? Well, which one you want to talk about first? I believe uh, turkey, angel. Okay. I know that our daughter Angel, she's 16 now, and I know she loves turkey hunting because with turkey hunts, it's a little bit more action going on, and deer hunting requires a little bit more patience, but turkey hunting, I think, is a little more, um, my favorite word, adventurous, would you but, say? But I will say that that, that Angel, um, I think she just likes, uh, she don't mind at, doing anything at, really at, at all because, I mean, she's been successful with uh, taking whitetail, uh, wild hogs, and turkeys already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, maybe Trinity, our uh, middle daughter, is ten. She's ten, right? I think she really wants to uh, to get a turkey. Last year she did uh, uh, take her first book in Missouri, and it was a nice uh, eleven point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it was a, it was a nice book for her, for a first deer. But I think because Angel has you know taken a turkey, Big sister, you know what I mean. So she got she got to get that she got to get that she turkey on her belt. And right. I mean, she's been trying and, and she's patient and everything. And then my son, I think he's ready to take a deer as well. So uh, he's Mister Independent, Mister I can do anything. Right. <laughs> He's definitely excited. Oh, and he loves to fish as well. Oh, he yeah. Oh, he's gonna mm-hmm. when he gets even older. Oh, he's gonna be a great fisherman. Yeah. He loves it. He baits his own hook. He puts the worm, the cricket, right. anything. He can do it all. He, you know? he don't. He don't want no one to help him. He, no, he like, wants to I learn. I got it. You know? I got it. <laughs> right. So he's very independent when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's no surprise that your kids are interested in this. Both of you greatly enjoy these activities, and it's so refreshing to hear that more kids are starting to take an interest in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you guys want to add anything else for the conversation? Anything you want to mention? Any final points to add? Um, uh, we just um, thank everybody, all of our followers actually who've been following us now. And if you're not, definitely make sure you go and check us out on Instagram at Halo Chronicles. We're on Facebook and we are on Twitter as well. Um, and we're definitely um, rebooting back our YouTube. So we're going to be on all those platforms. So make sure you follow us there, like and share. And we appreciate those who have been doing it so far. Uh, anything else, Henry? Me? Nothing else, but as we always say, the family that slays together <laughs> stays together. So y'all just keep on doing what y'all doing and, and bite those kids, invite more people. And, uh, it's all about the next generation of right. hunters. Get those mm-hmm. kids out. Introduce someone new to hunting. You know, someone your next door neighbor, anybody, you know, friend, co-worker, you know, just um, introduce that next person um, to keep the tradition going. Just try it. 
Mm-hmm. Just my life. <laughs> Amen. No true words are said. Thank you both so much for chatting with me. I really think people are going to take away from this. They're going to connect with you and they're going to have some hope that uh, hunting is not dead. It's alive and well, and people like yourselves are making it better. Right. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we really appreciate you mm-hmm. for the time. And of course. Just get a chance to just express ourselves. So it's, it's definitely Absolutely. a great opportunity. Yeah, so thank you so much, Gabriella. Of course, of course. Good to chat with you guys. What did you think of my chat with the Woodards? Inspirational, right? Make sure you follow them on their social media platforms, which you can find in the show notes. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a guest announcement or featured speakers. Go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, where we traffic most of our listenership, and tell us your thoughts. Let me know what you think of the podcast if you are new and you have thoughts on it. If you've listened through the entire episode, I wanted to plant an special surprise announcement of my upcoming guest for Monday, another elected official. And this time we're going to be joined by Congressman Rob Whitman of Virginia's first congressional district. I had a great time speaking with him and I think you guys are going to love what he has to say about things related to conservation, politics, and other public policy matters. So if you listen through, you guys get to know who my upcoming guest is for Monday. Thank you for following and listening. Send us your feedback Have a great rest of the week. Bye.